Hi guys, welcome to POV, you're my therapist, the podcast where I vent, you listen, and you do not get paid. I am your, I almost said I am your house. I am your host, Divine Philemon, and I am so happy to be coming to you today on this very, very rainy, uh, gloomy Georgia evening. Um, It's been raining for a couple of days, and according to the weather app, it will be raining for a couple of more days. So, you know, that's fun. Nice little time to be cozy, wozy in my bed, snuggling with my little puppy. Um, Today, um, so today I actually don't really know what I'm going to talk to you about, but I do know that I'm going to tell you right off the bat to hit that subscribe button and hit that notification bell. Hit the notification bell. You're being peer pressured into hitting the notification bell. Hit the notification bell and to leave a thumbs up in this video before you even watch it because you know it's going to smack, girl. So you already know it's going to hit. So go ahead and do that. And then um, if you're listening on Apple Podcast, if you're listening on Spotify, go ahead and leave a rating and if you're able to a review I really appreciate it um I was actually thinking about maybe uh putting some of these episodes on SoundCloud um if that's something you're interested in let me know let me know Ooh, let me know let me know let me know <laughs> when I Now, if I don't stop now, I'm going to sing the entire album, actually. Um, Hopefully that was, oh my God, if if that was like good, if that was on point, eight, eight, eight at all. Um, I actually don't know what I'm going to talk about this week. (laughs) I really don't. Uh, But, you know, I did want to, I knew that, okay, I don't have like a a mapped out thought. I have a lot of thoughts. My thought box is boxing. Um, I knew that I wanted to talk about dating today because I've had a revelation. I've had a revelation about how I feel about men. And you'd be shocked to learn that it's not good. Wow. Um, had a revelation about how I feel regarding men. So in my dating journey. Uh, and just a lot of stuff. So I kind of want to talk about that a little bit. And I also want to talk about Don't Worry Darling because, darling, I am very worried about this movie. I was very excited about it at first because Harry Styles, Florence Pugh, Chris Pine, Gemma Chan. Girl, this is like a gaggle of like my favorite Caucasian people, except Gemma Chan's not Caucasian. She's Asian. This is a gaggle of all my favorite white people, okay? And by the time that this movie has finished filming, it is now a gaggle of the one Caucasian woman I feel like I can stand in Hollywood. So we are wow shocked and the drama just behind it you know I love mess so of course I can't help myself but to talk about the mess that is don't worry darling and if I tell lies during that um know that I got it from Twitter and I'm playing a game of telephone um my interpretation of what's happening is from what I understand so there's I'm probably gonna say allegedly a lot uh during this episode and while I talk about don't worry darling so I wanted to talk about don't worry darling and I also wanted to talk about kind of entering a new space of being. I'm about to get so philosophical. And also I have decided our name is the philosophers. We are the philosophers, divine philo philosophers. You know, we are constantly therapizing, therapeuting, 
thera piping, thera twerking, thera thera all of it, okay? Um, and I feel like we're philosophizing a lot about how we're feeling and, and putting a lot of these emotions and like structures about humanity and our relationships with people and how all of these things work. We're trying to just put them into words. And I feel like this is a lot of what this is. And, and I, I'm excited every time I sit down because I just, I feel like, I feel like it is just a moment to just absolutely unwind and be myself and know that I'm entering a safe space with you all and that we're going to talk about things that like, you know, you have thought about, I have thought about, and then I'm trying to either change or expand upon. And it's just a very exciting time. I think like, oh my God, I, <laughs> we really are called the philosophers. Okay. Because I'm thinking about like, it just entered my mind, the enlightenment era, like when people were like having new ideas about religion and being and all of these things. And I feel like we're constantly going through this transformation and it's just been so wonderful that we can go through this transformation together because what if change if it is not happening on a stage in front of a large group of people <laughs> it is nothing you've done nothing um just kidding kidding but um yeah so I'm excited I want to talk about that um uh, and actually I think I'll start off by talking about that and it ties into everything else that I'm going to talk about today. So, you know, as I've like gone through this podcast and like as I've gone through therapy, as I've gone through these things, I'm changing so much. Like things that used to bother me do not bother me anymore. Like and I find that like it's going to sound so weird, but like I am really learning detachment and I'm learning how to detach from things that are necessarily not good for me and like there are still things that I'm attached to that I really want to detach from but I don't really fight the waves of uh fucking shame that come with being attached to people that I should no longer be attached to because I I feel like sometimes it's just fucking bigger than me I don't know anything I don't know nothing I'm just a dumb little shitty sm- I really was going to like go in on myself right now, but I'm not going to do that because I feel like there's a kinder and gentler way to say everything I was about to say. So I'm going to say it that way. Um, I am but a, I am but a poor widow. No, I'm not. I am, I don't know. What is my brain doing? It's like when you're trying to turn a car and it's going crank, crank, crank. That's what my brain's doing right now. I am just a little brat on this planet having fun, uh, twerking every weekend and smoking hookah. And I... I am just hoping that the universe, God, spirit, whoever will have mercy on me and take pity on me and keep me out of harm's way. That's it. That's all I can hope for at the most. So I am just a person and I am just moving through life. And and I feel like, you know, sometimes you listen to old people talk and they're like, they're like, life is the greatest gift we are ever given and blah, 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 blah. And like, and you're, you're like, they're so fucking vague. But like the way I've thought about life has changed so much, like in these last couple of years, but like before, like it felt like I was really fighting against something and I was just fighting against itself, like life itself and like all of the changes and all of these things that you cannot see, but you feel so heavily and and I, I, there, there was such a weight on everything. There was so much weight on everything. Everything was so important. Everything was like, if I don't get this done, it's the end of the world. Like everything was so dramatic. And now I'm at a place where I'm like, nothing matters. <laughs> In a great way. Nothing matters, exclamation mark, smiley face. Nothing matters. Nothing matters because I could die in two seconds. Oh my God. Nothing matters. 
nothing matters because everything that I care about right now, I'm probably not going to care about in 10 years. You know, like every little thing, every little mistake that, that I feel grief about, that I feel shame about, that I feel agitation about, it's not going to matter. It's not going to matter. It's not going to matter, my friend. All of these things are temporary. These feelings are temporary. A lot of these relationships are temporary. This money is temporary or lack thereof because I'm a broke bitch. This beauty is temporary unless you wear SPF on your face and you don't look like that lady whose picture has been going around on Twitter. That SPF on your neck lady. But all of these things are so temporary. Like your phone is temporary. Social media is temporary. Instagram on your last leg, bitch. All of these things are so temporary and we're worried about so many things that will literally not matter in a few days, months, weeks, years, hours, all of it. None of it matters. And that is the beauty of life, I think. And I think if you stop fighting life, if you go with the motherfucking flow, even though I'm a, I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't like going with the flow. I talked about this before. I need to know where the flow is going, when it's gonna get there, how it's gonna get there, which turnpike it's gonna fucking take, and if there are any traffic, if there's any traffic along the way. I need to know that. But, you know, when when you're going with the flow, and you're hyper aware that the flow is going, you know, just kind of paying attention to, I am the kind that I will pay to, is there, what is that looking like up ahead of there in the flow? But I'll still go, okay? And the matter, and what matters is that I go. And what matters is that I take the journey, that I take the leap, even though I am hesitant at every step, dude. I took the leap. I took the leap of faith. I went and I'm going. So I think that that's what really matters because I find like, you know, I get hung up on like such small things and it's like, wow, I'm stuck on this decision. I'm scared to do this. I'm scared to move forward. But if I hadn't moved forward, I either would have succeeded or failed. But by not moving forward at all, by not going, I've done nothing. I've already failed before I've even tried to succeed. So I think about that a lot. And like one thing I've been thinking about and saying a lot this week, because I was, my friend was like super stressed out. He was working super hard. And I was like, let's, let's have a meditative moment. Let's meditate for a moment. Okay. We're going to take a deep breath in. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a deep breath out. We're going to let that deep breath out. <sighs> We're going to take it in. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to, uh, okay. And I was like, um, there is nothing that you can do today that can ruin the rest of your tomorrows except murder somebody because you know you have to add that in there because some people will just take things too motherfucking far but there is nothing that you can do today that can ruin the rest of your tomorrows and think about how short today is and how quick these seconds go by and think about how many tomorrows you have left so many so many you have lived so many yesterdays you're bound to live even more tomorrows there is nothing you can do today is only 24 hours long And today is right now. So there's nothing really you can do today that's going to fuck up the rest of your life. And I think like even when you do things, when you do fuck up, when you make mistakes, even if you don't look at them as mistakes, but like learning opportunities, as much as it hurts, bitch, there are some really hard lessons that we have to learn in our life. But just learning them and accepting them for what they are and taking it, taking the punches and taking the kicks and continuing to go and like continuing to roll. That's really all that matters. Um, this battery is on 2%. So I'm, y'all, I, why'd I come upstairs to plug my batteries in? And you know, I never turned, I never plugged that shit into the wall. 
So this bitch is on 1%. So I'm going to pause um, for a moment. So in the same vein of realizing that nothing matters, what that also has made me realize is that nothing matters. Um, a lot of the things I'm worrying about in my life, in my dating life, you know, I want kids. I want them so bad. I want uh, 12 little ducklings bouncing on my back and waking me up in the morning. Not 12 kids, but you know, a lot of kids. I want a nice little number of kids to like bother me and like, and harass me and be like, mom, let's play. And like, I want a large family and I want all of those things. And I feel like I definitely folded into the pressure of thinking, you know, there's an age for this, there's a time for this, but honestly, you don't know what the fuck is going on. Time is not real. So if I have kids tomorrow, if I have kids in 10 years, whatever, as long as I have kids, I will be happy. And if those kids end up becoming like, you know, if this it's children that I adopt, if it's children that like, you know, like not a dot, but like you mentor, that's fine too. I'm okay with that. Um, no, I'm not. I would love my young to give birth, uh, but I'm not having a deeper conversation about that. But, um, but yeah, like I want all of these things. I really do. And sometimes still I, you know, I go through emotions of like, oh my God, she's 27 never had a boyfriend but like and that's just me trying to make myself feel bad and it never really helps but it's like sometimes I find myself just putting myself in somebody else's head and just judging me for them even though I know that they have never fucking judged me or like they've never cared to or thought about it um and I I feel like I was putting so much pressure on dating and just and trying to find somebody trying to find a spouse and like and I and it's not like I was leaving my house it's not like I was actually like I would get on dating apps meet people and then like you know go out with them and stuff but like I feel like that's not really a great way of meeting people I feel like it's really not because when you meet somebody from a dating app they can literally present to be anybody that they feel like and all you have to do is keep the act up for a nice little hour and you're good and then you know you can find yourself in a relationship with somebody and I found that like in the pressure that I'm putting on myself I'm sitting there and I'm like really thinking about the guys that like I was getting to know and you know I have a lot of straight male friends I one of my cousins that I talk to regularly is a straight man I kind of call him a fuck boy sometimes um because I don't necessarily agree with like the way he approaches all of dating but I will say though one thing that he has like that he did say that I found was like worth of a lot of value was that he told me that I was not that I just need to be friends with the guys that I'm interested in and I don't know why but that concept did not make sense to me not to like sound cuckoo but like the the thought like okay not the thought like obviously I'm like yeah I want to be with somebody who I'm friends with but him being like you need to be their friend first I'm like duh you want to be somebody's friend first but like no he was like he was like, you need to approach all of these things as if you're like creating a new friendship, like before you even decide that you like the person, like you can be attracted to them fine, but you just have to know that like you want to get to know them and like to really think about it as if like you guys are becoming friends and not trying to date that person. <sighs> I don't know why I had issues with this and I still kind of do. I still have issues with it. And I think it's because of how hard that actually is. Um, I definitely like literally over the weekend, I had to stop myself from like, I was like flirting with somebody. I knew I was flirting with them. Flirting is enough. I had to stop myself from being like, do you have a girlfriend? 
you know? And I think, like, when I find somebody cute and I find somebody interesting, I am so used, not used to rejection, but, like, used to men, like, emotionally rejecting me. They're not physically rejecting me. No, no, no. They love that. The emotional stuff is what they reject. So my brain is like automatically just jumps to, he doesn't want to get to know you. He just wants to hook up. So I come on hot and fucking heavy. And it's only in hindsight that I'm like, you know, that's probably a little scary. You, you're divine. You're scaring the hose. You know, don't come on so strong. You know, you're scaring the men just a little. So I think about that. Um, that's embarrassing, but whatever you live and you learn. Um, so I, I, I thought about that and I was like, okay, so like, I think I had to stop myself twice, twice from like fully full fledged, like being like, do you have a girlfriend? Cause the, do you have a girlfriend question to me? is like the, I want to put my pussy on your face. That's what I'm saying. When I say that, I'm not asking if there's a woman in the picture. I am. Cause you know, if there's a woman in the picture, I'm going to back off. But you know, I find like, cause like I've heard from guys themselves be like, um, when girls ask them, Oh, do you have a girlfriend They're If they're not into you, they're going to lie. And they were like, yeah, I got a girl. And if they're into you, they're going to be like, no, nah, I ain't got no girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm single as a Pringle. Like, you know? So I always jump to that question. Cause I'm like, I'm going to know I'm leaving here with some you know, but I, I, I don't know. I'm stuck in where I feel right now. I don't want to force a relationship. I don't want to look for one. I don't want to search one. I don't want to seek one. This is not adventure time. I'm not on the fucking hunt for love. I am over it. I am done with it. Like I'm just, I'm over it. Like I'm overlooking. I'm over caring. I'm over all of it. What I'm not over though is my horniness. I am fucking horny bitch I can't take this no more if I am not touched if my cootie cat is not touched within the next week I'm going to wither away I'm going to simply burst into dust I will be nothing I will blow in the wind like I can't do this anymore like a woman needs to be held she needs to be caressed she needs to be like kissed and looked deeply in her eyes you know like that I'm like damn like I'm having a hard time like I don't know how I'm keeping it going but I'm keeping it going girl so I'm like I you know I'm I'm I always like am preaching against tucking up and all these things it is I'm asking for strength from the Lord himself to keep my wits about me because baby I'm so close to making so many bad decisions it ain't even funny it ain't worth a giggle the amount of bad decisions I'm gonna make it ain't worth a giggle the amount of bad decisions I'm gonna make and they're gonna be ungodly decisions they're gonna be hedonistic decisions the devil himself gonna clutch his pearls when he see what i'm doing all right when i'm back in these streets you better run for your fucking life it ain't gonna be pretty for nobody for nobody it ain't gonna be pretty girl yeah i'm scared i'm scared okay 
So, you know, I'm trying to keep myself off the streets. I'm trying to go see my probation officer, Jesus himself. And, you know, I ain't trying to be a whore, a hussy, none of it. But it's looking real tempting. It's looking real tempting because, like, the last time I made out with somebody was a Y'all, let me tell you this motherfucking story. Hold on. The last time I made out with somebody was a couple of weeks ago. This young man. First of all, he lied about how tall he was. I don't know what the fuck kind of eyesight y'all niggas be having that you think you can lie to a woman and tell her that you are 5'10 and then show up in the motherfucking place and be 5'4, bitch. We was looking eye to eye. And I wasn't wearing no heels. I was wearing some fucking flats. And we were looking eye to eye. What kind of 5'10 is that? I ain't no Megan Thee Stallion. I'm a fucking Divine the Pony. You're not 5'10. So he lied about that. Okay, the only thing that really I was, I'm not going to lie. I was okay with it because he was cute. Y'all know cute. He was cute, y'all. That boy was so cute. He had pretty eyes. Uh, He had super pretty eyes. He was Moroccan. He had such pretty eyes. And oh my God, am I telling you guys a hookup story? Eh? I can't pair. I haven't done these in a while. Anyways, hopefully we have more to tell in the future. Okay, by the by the grace of God. Anyways, so he was really pretty. Like he had like I like like you see my eyeliner right now? I like boys who have like they have like almond shaped eyes and like very feathery lashes. Ah oh, I die for it. So he had those kind of eyelashes. He had very nice skin. He had like a nice beard mustache combination girl he was giving he was giving like oh my god the only word that's coming to mind is conquistador and that is not good um anyways he was very much giving like spaniard okay but he's not spanish he's african but the white kind don't judge me anyways so he was very much giving conquistador and he was so cute um he had like a super nice apartment lived in like a super nice part of town had been begging begging me to see him and i'm not kidding when i say begging this man has been hitting me up oh okay i've i've like known of him since like 2020 when the pandemic first began he was like begging me to come see him then he wanted to hang out i was like no then come back up again I'm like no he's begging I'm like no this last time he was like begging me a couple weeks ago to come see him and I was like no no and the reason why I was saying no no was just because he was super eager and I know that like as a woman I'm supposed to like men who like are super eager about getting to know me but like oh my god I this is like one of my biggest issues is that I kind of like an asshole I like guys who don't like me it's annoying and I don't know why I do that like I just find it so hard to believe that a man could not like me like are you blind are you dumb like I know you have eyes I know you can see I know you can hear I know you can see this beautiful girl in front of you like what is your problem like don't so I was just like I find it impossible like when guys don't like me because I'm like you love me you're just having such a hard time admitting how you feel right now and it's okay because I am patient and I can understand your feelings and if you just talk to me about it we can get to the root of the problem and then live happily ever after no girl he doesn't like you stop 
So I don't like when guys are super eager, but I don't like when anybody's eager. I don't like when people are eager to be my friends. I don't like when people are eager to get to know me or a little too nice to me. I just don't trust it. Like I have a little bit of like, I not a little, I have a lot of trust issues. Either way, he was super eager to see me. I was not that eager to see him. What cracked me, however, was I went out one night and uh, I ran into a guy that I used to do the hanky panky with and he really put me in a bad mood and I was like, mm, you know what, I deserve to get dicked down today and so I am going to call that short man and um, or respond to his tag, sorry, and the shade of it all and you know, we'll get some popping. So I respond to this boy's text. He's like, but like, I'm not telling him. I know I'm going to go over there. I already know from the jump that I'm going over there. Does he know that? No, I'm telling him I'm not coming over. Um, And he's like, please, like, I really want to see you. Like, I like you so much. Blah, blah. And I'm like, mm, I don't know. Like, I'm out at dinner with my friends right now. Like, I don't really know. I'm annoying. He was like, I'll call you a black car. And I was like um whatever and I'm like he's like I'll call you a black car from here to my place and then home and I'm like, I don't care and then he's like I'll get you food and I'm like I already ate I just ate girl he really was trying to bribe me so finally I was like um which is something I always do and I will continue to do is I told him to send me a picture of his license this is a standard practice of mine when I'm going to go hook up with somebody at their house, okay? And even if they're coming over to my house, which doesn't happen often, which very, like, I can't remember the last time that happened. I need a picture of your license. Most guys are just like, why? And then I'm like, because I don't want to die. And then nobody knows who my murderer is. Like, you know, send me a picture of your license. Most guys are like, yeah, that's fine. I get it. He was so weird about it he was very weird about it he was like he was like I don't want to send you a picture of my license like he's like there's a lot of information on there that like you could use in a very negative way it was giving paranoid and I was like I'm not gonna do anything with it like just send it to me like it's not a big deal so finally after like back and forth he sends me his license and I knew he wasn't a serial killer because I already looked him up girl so finally he sends me his fucking license and then I go over there. The last time that I had dealt with him, I yelled at him on the phone and was like cussing him out because he basically like wasted my time. Like he was trying, he didn't waste my time because I would never let a bum bitch waste my time. I would never let a man waste my time, period. It's not happening. But he, the way he was acting, the way he was moving, if I was dumb and I was waiting on him, I, he would have wasted my time is what I'm telling you. So I'm pretty much like I can read people's energy real quick. Like I'll be following my intuitions like a, like a bitch. So I knew that he was, he was like on some flaky shit, not this time, but the time before I knew he was on some flaky shit. So while he's like making these plans with me, low key, like being flaky and weird, I already, girl, I was in my plans. I was doing my plans. I wasn't waiting for you for nothing. If anything, you were going to wait for me. You're trying to create an environment where I have to wait on your say so. That doesn't work for me. Um, no, you need to be waiting on me and on my say so. So while you think I'm waiting on your say so, babe, I have plans. I am in my plans. 
And by the time your plans are over and you thought like you were dragging me along, now you're being drug along. And that's exactly what happened. And then he was like, why are you being so difficult? And I was like, when were you going to tell me that you had plans and you weren't home? It just, did you just expect me to like just pull up to your place and, I, and you weren't going to be there and then I was going to have to wait for you, but you had the assurance that I was there already. That's not how this shit works, bitch. And like, I handed him his ass over that. And I was like, you're, you like to waste people's time and I don't fuck with you because of that. And he was like, it's not like that. I never do this. I never go out. He was like, all of this shit was really unplanned and I'm really sorry. Super apologetic. Don't know if I believe any of it or not because he is a man. So this time around, I already knew like he was home and like my plans were done. So I was just like, all right, going over there. I go over there, see him. He's fine. Very fine. And we start making out, girl. We is making out, girl. And, you know, he doing a little, a little sussa on the, on the yitties, on the yitty bitties, on the yitty bitties, not these girl, on the tickle bitties. And I'm having a great time. I'm having a blast. Okay. <laughs> As you can expect, I'm having a great time. I also forgot like how fun dry humping is. Just putting that out there. I forgot that was um but like before I even got there I told him I was like I need to take a shower I've been out all day I I know I don't stink because hygiene but I was like I just don't feel comfortable like like you know getting busy like when I haven't taken a shower like that's not gonna happen with me so I'm like we're making out like he's trying to get to it and I'm like no girl I need to take a shower I say this like three times the next time I say it he just like he's like he's fine he takes like a breath he's like all right like he's like we can chill for like a second and then I'm like great let's chill for a second y'all I start looking through my phone which my fault my fault don't do this if you're me I mean if you're in this situation don't do this because I was I did it and I was stupid I'm looking on my phone. I'm using my phone. I open the text thread of my friend whose house I stay at. And I had sent him a picture of the license. This boy is literally right here. I don't realize he's there, but he's there. He is peering over my fucking shoulder into my motherfucking phone. And I knew he was high when I walked in and he doesn't smoke often. Why does nigga reach for my phone? <laughs> like it was his. And starts looking through my phone, like looking through the text. And I'm like, excuse you? And he's like, I thought you said you weren't going to send my license to anybody. Like, why would you send it to somebody? Who is that? And I'm like, First of all, that's my friend that I stay with. And I sent him your license because so somebody knows where the fuck I'm at and who I'm with. And then he was like, yeah, but you said you weren't going to share with anybody. Like, what if they use it for something? I'm like, we're not going to use it for anything. Like, like, nobody's going to use your license for anything. And not to mention, you literally blacked off the driver's license number. So what could it possibly be used for? He is losing it. Like, he's like very like on edge. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, what's the matter? And he's like, he's like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm just super paranoid. Like, I smoked a little too much. And I don't really smoke often. And I smoked way too much. And now I'm way too fucking high. And, like, I'm just kind of, I'm I'm kind of hungry. And, like, and like I'm kind of stressed out. And, like, that really freaked me out. And, like, I was like, okay, so I'm going to go. 
yeah I'm gonna go and he was like no no don't leave like can we try again tomorrow and I was like no I was like you like are such a time waster like you love to waste people's time like it it runs in your blood like you are a man so that's to be expected but it runs in your specific blood you like to waste people's time and I was like and I made it clear to him I was like I'm not upset because you didn't you couldn't perform that's not why I'm upset I'm upset because you were a grown-ass man you know you don't smoke a lot so why the fuck would you smoke so much that you cannot function at this present moment and we're gonna have to take a moment because my battery is about to die hold on like you're a grown-ass man you need to get a grip like I'm gonna go (sighs) he didn't want me to leave and then he was like um he was like I don't know how I'm feeling like I'm really just having a lot of emotions right now and I'm like I didn't come here to babysit like what so then I ask him I'm like then I have to play therapist because you know I'm a nice person okay so I ask him I'm like all right what do you want to do? He was like, can we go get food? And I'm like, no. And I'm like, what happens after we get food? And he's like, I don't know. I think I'm just going to want to go to bed or something. And I'm like, I'm leaving. So I'm about to leave. He's asking me not to leave. I'm like, can I see your phone? And he's like, sure. So I, he gives me his phone and I take his phone and he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I am deleting my number from your phone so that you may never call me again. And he was like, really? You don't want me to ever talk to you again? I was like, not really. No. Like, you're kind of very annoying. And like, you just really don't think things through. I was like, you're a very nice boy and you're a great kisser. You made me feel wonderful for a couple of moments. But I just never want to see your name pop up on my phone again. Okay. And he was like, okay, that's fair. And I was like, all right, bye. So I'm walking out. And he's like, can I at least walk you to your car? And I'm like, no. And he's like, but I'm going to feel like an asshole. And I'm like, then feel like an asshole. Like, okay. But also, like, I was so mean to him. And, like, I'm normally never that mean to men. So, like, it felt really nice. Um, But, yeah, so... Yeah, that happened, and I was just, like, annoyed, (laughs) and so I went back to my friend's crib, and, like, I texted him, I was like, I'm on my way home, I was like, I'm on my way back, and he was like, girl, you already know, the key, he's like, the door is open, he was like, I already knew, he was like, we know about that boy, so, (laughs) he was like, I could have told you, but, you know, sometimes you just have to see for yourself, and I was like, yeah, I appreciate that, and then I went to bed, (sighs) so that's how my situations going um yeah so that was the last time I made out with somebody um the last it's almost been a year since I had intercourse and I want to die uh yeah so you know that's not been my favorite moment um or moments um and so like I really I'm kind of like in the mood to just start hooking up with guys again and like not really expecting anything of it and like I actually think that would not be a lie this time Mm -hmm. I think if I started hooking up again I wouldn't be lying to myself and be like yeah I have no feelings for this boy 
that I don't even fucking know. That's like the thing that like I just don't understand, bro. It's like I'll hook up with somebody and literally fall in love with them. Why? Not anymore. But before, that was something that happened. And I didn't even know them. Like, as a person, I didn't know them as a person at all. And, like, and it's only, like, in retrospect that I'm looking back and I'm like, this shit made zero sense. And, like, even, like, being in therapy for a long time, like, I didn't put the two two and two together. And, like, it just made zero sense. And, like, to me, like, it was just so dumb. And very recently, like, I have a friend who, he's around, like, a lot of straight men. He's gay himself. And... And he's around a lot of straight men. And then I have my my cousin who's, like, one of my best friends, and he's a straight man. And then I have, like, one of my best friends who's a straight man. And, like, and I see the way they treat women. And, like, and I see the way that they treat me and the things that they do for me. And, like, how if they care about a woman, like, it shows. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's opening doors. It's fucking when you're walking down the stairs the hand is out like they have your their hand out to help you down the stairs like it's it's a lot of things like it is so much chivalry and it's like so much kindness it's thinking about you in advance it's asking do you want me to drive do you are you hungry like are you okay like how are you feeling like checking in on you and like my my gay friend does that my straight friend does that like my cousin does that and that's because like there are people that care about me like they actually care about my well-being and a lot of these guys do not care about my well-being and like and I'm looking at all, all this and I'm thinking about like the partnership that I have like with these guys and like our bond and like our friendship and how I know so much about them and like how there is care there and genuine love there. And I'm like, this is how men should treat me. I see why a lot of fatherless girls <laughs> suffer or like girls with bad dads like suffer and it's like in the dating game like they just suffer like they think like they can change somebody to make them treat them well and coming from the woman that literally two days ago was like I can fix this guy period and and it's like a lot of the things I do like in retrospect I'm looking at it and I'm like girl that that is fatherless behavior that is straight up fatherless behavior what do you mean you can fix him fix what fix what his deep-seated internal trauma his weird hate of women that was purified through reddit huh you think you can fix that no girl you can't fix it you cannot fix it because that boy is still hung up on the girl that hurt his feelings in second grade. Unless you got a time machine, you cannot fix that. And if you had a time machine, you better not go back and fix that. And you better fix some personal shit that you did wrong. Like, period. Like, and it's like so many, so many times, like, I really like, damn, like, I think like having a good dad really shows you an example of what you should expect from men. And like, and I really appreciate like when I see good fathers like doing, you know, like they take their little daughters out and like they hold the door and like they do all of the chivalrous stuff. Like they really put their best foot forward so that when that little girl grows up, they're not going to accept the bare minimum. Oh my God, my whole dating life has just been accepting the bare fucking minimum. And it's like, this shit sucks. And feeling like the bare minimum is good enough. And that a guy just be like, like looking for crumbs, looking for crumbs, like taking the crumbs and trying to make a cake pop. Like, girl, no, that man is a piece of shit. He's a piece of rat poop. Like, oh my God. Like, and I think about that a lot. And like, 
And like, there's so many times like I get on TikTok and like, this is a widespread thought like that girls have like our day and age because the guys really are their bottom of the barrel, let's be honest. And the internet has only made it worse not to be that person, but it's true. Um, a lot of the times I get on TikTok and they're like, if he asks how your day was, that means he likes you. No, girl, he don't. No, that literally doesn't mean that. It literally doesn't mean it. And I talked about this a while ago where I talked about comfort bombing. And this is not the definition of comfort bombing, but in that thread, there was not thread, but in that conversation, there was a thread of discussion where I talked about, you know, really nice guys who are chivalrous, who care. I easily, excuse me, the way my gay friend, he literally will, the amount of times that I get out of the car and like, he like fixes me. You know, if I was a psychopath, I'd be like, he loves me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, girl, he do love you, but not in the way you're thinking. That's damn sure. Like, but if we're going off of that, like, kind of behavior to see how a guy feels about you, I could have been down a spiral of just absolute insanity of just thinking, like, the smallest things meant that a man loved me. And it's like, no, it doesn't really mean that. It might just mean that maybe he had a mom that he cared about or sisters that he cared about or he grew up around women and he cared about them and so there is an attitude of respect and care when they're around women okay um I don't think a man loves you until he says he loves you so I don't think it's worth nitpicking pulling apart trying to see how guys feel about you because for me every time I've wondered if a guy has liked me the answer has always been no he does not like me he only wants to fuck me I don't know where my phone is but she's beeping um, he's only wanted to fuck me. So I'm, I kind of take a lot of the things that men say with a grain of sand. And let me tell you something else. You know, y'all know that when I started this, I was not going out as much. Now that I'm going out more, these men are liars. They are liars, girl. They are liars. When I tell you, y'all, I go to the same, not the same club every week, but I frequent a club. I run into this one man every time. He has asked me my name each and every time he has seen me. He has seen me. And then he'd be like, um, like this last time he was like, um, he was like, am I going to see you tomorrow? Cause he was doing something like an event or something. He was like, am I going to see you tomorrow? And I said, no. And he was like, am I going to see you on Sunday? And I said, why the fuck would you see me on Sunday? I said, no. And then he goes, am I going to see you Monday? No. Tuesday no Wednesday no he went through all the days of the week until we got back to Saturday and I was like yeah because I'm gonna be here girl why I turn my head two seconds later he over like at some other girl like these guys are just flirting to flirt like and it's just like it can be I think learning that and seeing it in person like oh it's like shocking it's a little devastating because you know I am a very genuine person and I'm not going to flirt with you unless I give a shit, unless there is a shit to be given. But a lot of people would just flirt to flirt and kind of practice their flirting. So I feel like you can't really go off of that thinking that a guy likes you just because he's flirting with you. I think a guy likes you when he tells you he likes you or he asks you out on a date and it's not worth filling your head with all of these thoughts and maybes and what does this mean? And oh, let me look up the actual definition of this word because that's a word he used. So I think maybe that's a loaded moment. 
Where the hell is my phone? Like, hold on. It's bothering me. So you're over here dissecting everything he's saying, trying to see if there's a hidden meaning anywhere in there. There's not. These guys, especially our generation, girl, they're not smart enough to be using syntax or double speak like that. They're not. It's not. It's not. You read the love novels. He didn't. <sighs> Live your life. Live your best life. Focus on yourself and do more things and go to more places and just experience life as much as you can. Wear the dress. Be the whore. Ride the dragon. Okay? Like, just have your fun and, like, don't think about what it could mean. Don't think about the long run because, like, if there's anything that has ever brought me disappointment, it is thinking about what things mean and what implications lie far in the future about the things that I'm doing now when in reality so little matters. Okay? I'm not telling you to just, like, make bad decisions that you know are bad decisions in the meantime. I'm not telling you to do that. But I'm saying don't let so many small things be wrapped up in anxiety. If you want to kiss the boy, kiss the boy. Shalala. Okay. If you want to kiss the boy, kiss the boy. If you want to wear the thoughty dress, wear the thoughty dress. Like, you know, don't think so much about things and just kind of accept that life can decide to go really good or really bad and it has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with you. There are like a million and ten factors working on every single decision and like every out like there's a million outcomes to every single decision that we make. Am I supposed to live my life nitpicking what I could have done different about a past situation to not get to this very point? No, because I'm not going to know what it looks like anyways. So who's to say if I had made a different choice, less worse choice than I'm that than whatever choice I made that the, the outcome wouldn't have been worse than whatever is happening now? Like, honestly, like I'm, I'm really realizing that like, there's so little in life that can be ruined like you know there are some people who make bad decisions but I'm also talking about this from the perspective of a relatively good person who doesn't like hurt people or like kill people or like doesn't steal doesn't crime doesn't commit crimes I am but a girl okay with you know like minor anxieties and issues so I am very much speaking from that point of view Um, but you know, if you're somebody with a, if you're living life on the edge, if you're in a mob or in a gang or something, then, you know, your reality might be slightly different from mine. Um, but for now, I'm going to leave you with the quote that I said earlier because it was a good ass quote and I think it should be remembered. It should be written in the sands of time. Mm, Thank you. So we're going to do a little meditation today. We're going to start with a deep breath in. I let my breath out, sorry. And a deep breath out. Wow, I cannot lead meditation to save my fucking life. Hold on. Can you hear my one nostril that works? I only have one working nostril. Um, I have a deviated septum. So, you know, cute girl things. Um, but anyways... I just want to remind you that there really is nothing you can do today that will ruin your future. Everything that happens, there are a million paths from it, and so many of them are good. You just have to trust and believe that the decisions we're making today 
will benefit you tomorrow. And if they don't, you have a new tomorrow to work with. Okay? You are a good person. You are a kind person. You deserve love. You deserve success. You deserve joy. And you deserve happiness. You deserve a guilt-free conscience. So if there is something on you, forgive yourself and move on. Okay. Alrighty. I'm going to start speaking in my normal tone now. So step out of it. Okay. So, um, just going to do my little outro. Um, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave a rating, leave a review. You can leave another one. There's no rule against it. And I'm very excited to tell you that in the upcoming weeks, I will be having a giveaway. I will be having a giveaway. So get your shit together, ladies, okay? If you need to download YouTube app, download it. If you need to download Apple Podcasts, download it. Okay, so there's going to be a lot of ways to enter this competition and I'm super excited. I'm not announcing it yet because I got to lay everything out because gross, gross. I'm just very excited about where we're going with this again. So um, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and a review and if you're listening on youtube hit that notification bell hit the subscribe button and leave me a like okay if you're listening on spotify go ahead and leave a rating that's what they do and follow me on instagram at vinephilo v-i-n-e-p-h-i-l-o v-a what Vine Philo, V-I-N-E-P-H-I-L-O. And that is also my Twitter handle, Vine Philo, V-I-N-E-P-H-I-L-O. And my TikTok is Defile. Ew, that doesn't sound great, does it? Uh, My TikTok is Defile. Wow. D P H I L E D file. Wow, that's I don't think I thought about that when I made my TikTok handle. I might I think it's time to change my TikTok handle. So if it doesn't show up as D file by the time you hear this, it is definitely at Vine Philo also. Anyways, have a wonderful night. I hope you sleep well. I love you very much, darlings. And I hope to see you next week. Okay? Goodbye, my love. Goodbye. Have a blessed day. I love you so much. Mwah, mwah, mwah.